Hi, welcome to Cutscene. If you're doing this right, you're about to meet three assholes who just want to give Kotaro a giant hug. I'm Eric. <laughs> I'm Jason. And I'm Chris. And welcome to Cutscene. By I beat it first. Oh my god! <laughs> fucking anime. It's, <laughs> it's so hard to be all hyped up for such a like oh somber experience. God, yes. like everyone's I, I horrible. Feel, I feel. I feel like they 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 kind of dropped the ball a little bit here in the last three episodes. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't. Like I think the cut up was good. Like each segment that we did actually worked out well for what we wanted to do it for, and they all kind of had their own arc. But, you know, in introducing a new woman, which was just kind of like, oh, there's a new girl now. Okay, deal with it. She's mm -hmm. got a weird, weird problem that I've never heard of before. And that was just to understand a little bit more. And then uh, we got into, like, obviously the stuff that we knew that the mom would be dead. Yeah. But then that she actually was a horrible person. The dad wasn't. But then why was the dad such a <sighs> horrible person later? Like, it was just like, I don't know. There's the, a lot of stuff going on here. Yeah, there's a lot mm -hmm. to learn with the dad. The mom... Okay, so I, I think that the gloves thing is actually because the mom was sick. Yes. But the but the girl the the girl sees like the no touching thing because of her issues, mm -hmm. like a, as a bad her mom thing. Was a bitch. Yeah, because her. So her I thought sick at first too. I thought sick at first too. She was like throw him away because you know it could be like monkeypox or some shit all over that. So mm -hmm. I mean like you should get out of it. But then she went into her whole like I don't want to touch you, and I was like that seems very like projecting. Like I agree with you on that. That was yeah, like that very one much was projecting. projecting. Mm -hmm. But then they had the whole like uh, umbrella scene, and yeah, the umbrella you know, scene he remembered weird. his mom not giving a shit about him, at least like about the umbrella. Mm -hmm. Like he, he, your your kid's getting wet, and you're just playing on your phone. It's just like obviously, you know, extrapolate what you want from that, but that's obviously what they're pulling you to see. Yeah, it's the mom now, didn't yep. care. The the wet. the things that we can that we can also kind of confer is that one we don't know why she was on her phone. Because if she was sick and she was like trying to figure things out or whatnot, that could have been one thing. But two, mm -hmm. even though the dad does great things like what he did with Kotaro, he can still sure. be a giant piece of shit. Yep. <laughs> well, yeah. Of, of, I mean, so they're there's just no... muddying the waters a little bit. Yep. Right. I mean, trying to show I, I they're not entirely bad or entirely great. That was kind of interesting on how they did that, though, mm -hmm. that they're not like 100%. Oops, I just dropped the cat on the dog. <laughs> well, and I, I think that they were trying, like, they, they were they were trying to not make them seem like 100% pieces of shit or 100% like one was the good guy, one was the bad guy. I think that they were really trying to make them feel human. Sure. I mean, it fits more the overarching theme for this show. It's just like every single parent in this anime is an absolute piece of shit. Oh, God. Yes, yep. absolutely every single one. Like the only parent that wasn't an absolute piece of shit was the gangster, and it's because he's trying to recover from being an absolute piece of shit. And he's yeah, he's mm -hmm. trying to he's trying to make sure that his son doesn't become a piece of shit right. like him. Yes. Right. <laughs> Although he's not really a piece of shit, he's just a yakuza guy. We don't necessarily he, he, like. He definitely was. He definitely at least was. Yes, like he he we know that he was not a good kid. Like we can right. we can infer that from mm -hmm. all of this, so man, this fucking anime though. Yeah, oh yeah, the the mm -hmm. the heart episode nine was w did the exact same fucking thing that episode six did, where they didn't even like ease you into it. Episode starts. Oh no! Boom! Fucking sad tale. 
and you you go into like how how he's continually he's continually having to go to the dentist and he's spending hour he's spending like an hour plus talking with the dentist during that time and mm-hmm. then it all stems back to that fucking horrible story about the girl yeah that poor little yeah. girl that he like sent away Girl and comes just back from help. I mean, but that's not mm-hmm. even the, the the sad like the really sad thing about that is that that's not entirely his jobs. It's not entirely his yeah. fault, but he's like putting all of that guilt on himself. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I mean, that's why a lot of dentist offices and doctors offices have those like, hey, if you want to talk, you know, if you're like not safe, write your name on this. You know, usually it's like a urine sample place that I see this. Like you write your name in red on the cup and we'll like pull you aside, you know, get you get you alone. If you're fine, just write your name in black and they give you both pens and stuff like that. And they have like there's a bunch of different places, especially in the medical facilities that will have that option where you can be like, hey, you know who I came here with. They're just making sure I'm staying alive, but they are not, you know, I'm I'm being mm-hmm. trafficked or I'm being kidnapped or anything like that, you know, that you could definitely say and get them to leave you alone. So I'm trying to keep my value idea. from depreciating. Mm-hmm. Right. Exactly. So I, I get I get the the idea of what that was trying to spin. But you're right. It's not the dentist's responsibility. Then like, no, I'm going to sit down with these kids every single night. And I don't remember like a whole lot when I was like four and going to the dentist. But I remember my mom being there. Like, it wasn't just like you just went into the dentist's office by yourself with your with the dentist and your mom sat in the waiting room. I remember my mom just sitting in the corner, like, while I'd get my teeth cleaned. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I don't remember I still it being do a separate time. I still yeah, exactly. do that. I sit, like, I sit, like, across from the chair. I may be on my phone, like, checking emails or even just fucking around during, like, the cleaning parts and whatnot. But I'm still, like, there and I'm watching everything that's going on and making sure that he's not moving around and going nuts and shit and answering questions for the dentists or the technicians. But at the same point, we saw parents in the lobby and there were parents calling in. The only two people that we saw without their parents were that poor little girl and Kotaro. Yep. So So the, the misaligned, the uh, abandoned, so to say, or neglected. There it is. Neglected. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the neglected right. kids. And especially the fact that that little girl walked to the dentist on her own. Like, she walked down there because her, her teeth hurt, and they're like, well, you're just going to have to keep, you know, take taking your pain meds. We can't fit you in. And it's like, fuck. Like, that's a little kid. So, yes, yeah, I think the he other should. Her mom was there. Yeah, was but on the he... Phone or whatever. And he should feel bad about turning her away. He shouldn't feel bad about the overall outcome that came up from it. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and he could but feel still. bad about not talking to them and not treating them as people. Like you you could say that, too. But at the same point, it's not his fault. But he he took that, like, to heart. And then that's why he makes sure that he talks with all the mm-hmm. kids, especially the ones with cavities, to to figure out why they're getting cavities instead of just automatically assuming that they just let them eat candy all the time. And you know, it's tissues. Yep. It's the sweetened no. twish tissue paper. Yep. <laughs> sweetened tissue paper. The good ones, the ones on the, the good ones. <laughs> sort of all. So what's the thing about eating tissues? Oh yeah. You see tissues. You didn't have a good home life. <laughs> but so like what you were saying, like this one very much, uh, branched out from Kotaro for quite a bit 
and it was more like his influence on other people. So like the really long like the one with the the host guy that he was in the group home with felt a little long, but ultimately was a really good redeeming story. Mm-hmm. And you found out that like, oh, like yeah, at, I knew you were lying the entire time. Yeah, and you you find out at the tell. end that like it, that he didn't necessarily want to. He felt he, and he wasn't a bad guy. Like you automatically mm-hmm. assumed from the first part of that story where the like the wallet got stolen and they had to prove that it wasn't him that he kind of was like a bad guy, but he was actually generally a good guy. And then and because of his interactions with Kodoro, like he wanted to be a better person too, and mm-hmm. he put his trust in people and and have faith that that you know he's not going to get fucked over. And then he just continually got fucked over, uh, as we've seen multiple times in multiple anime. <laughs> as well Mm -hmm. um also that's like it reminded me a lot of like some of the the shenaniganery that happens in tokyo vice on hbo max which is a really good show to watch like there's a lot of there's a lot of that shit because it it actually deals a lot with like with uh host clubs and whatnot uh in japan in like the late 90s host clubs yakuza like a whole like systematic just horribleness that goes on there's like a whole game series made around that or something like that i think you know there may be maybe a little bit yeah that i think it's actually made by the yakuza yep (laughs) it is but this one this felt a little less (laughs) over the top nuts like the the show is really really good if you haven't watched it tokyo vice on hbo max is really really good um but yeah it's it's very much like just kind of hits home of just the fucking shadiness and bullshit of people in general mm-hmm. and i mean we also saw like you know kodoro's plans of just being like yes you know i want to make a, a sounds like a group home himself to bring people back all in as a family type thing and not so much for just his fa- his friends that he's made now but sound like he wanted to bring more people back in and you know what made him become stronger to then be giving back to the community as, as yep. seen in like a lot of what he does you know like his umbrella service and all that jazz like that it's just like I want to give him back to the community as much as possible, which is really cool and admirable. Mm-hmm. And, and showing people that, that they are loved, which is, I think, right. yep. I think that was like the ultimate, like underbelly thing or like not underbelly, but like underlying thing that even he didn't really like say, but it's like really like what it was is like, he was showing people that they were loved mm-hmm. so that they, so that they knew loved. it. Yeah. Cause he didn't feel loved and, and like, you know, people need that. It's a mm-hmm. little bit. Yeah, and and the people knew that he needed that as well, which is one of the reasons why they were all so excited to do it and and be part of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, the juxtaposition between the first couple episodes and these ones though was 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 vast, and it's not just because he's grown, but it's just like his mentality towards his situation changed a whole lot. And I don't know if it always made sense because, like I said, I feel like these last three kind of flopped a little bit for me, uh, especially since like the beginning of it like the first i think it was the first four episodes when he had like the oh having a birthday could be good i didn't realize that there was a Mm -hmm. positiveness to me being alive but then he would have memories about him walking with his dad and that being a positive experience and then memories about visiting his grandparents you know and going to a shopping district Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and it's just like these are things it's just like if you weren't like loved or cherished in like some way shape or form i I don't i don't know why you would be there 
It could also be that he's not actually remembering these things. These bits and pieces could be showing us why he does the things that he does, but he may not actually be putting two and two together of them. Same thing with like the apartment from, you know, the last batch that he remembered that there was a spot that looked like that particular spot at his apartment. He didn't remember any of the circumstances around it. He didn't remember where it was or anything like that. He just remembered that it was there. And then they found it, and then it was even worse than what we thought, and it was like in the corner <laughs> yes. in the fucking closet. Butter, butterfly in a corner of the closet, yeah, God. hiding. Yeah, good job. Well, I mean, okay, well, the, I get that a lot. But, I mean, like, then why was it a, still a happy memory with his dad? Because it's not like he – because he would call well, the person his mentor. He was just like, my mentor did this. And it's just like, cool. And then his memory was just like, it's of my dad. But, in, but it may not have been a memory, though. Like, again, it, it could have been just – the anime showing us why like and he may not necessarily be remembering and the same thing with referring to his dad as his mentor like maybe those two people or well that person those two sides of him are two completely different people to him Hmm. i see what you're saying like the the, good nice one is his mentor and then his dad is a piece of shit his dad my my father my asshole my monster and then my mentor my dad and my friend. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Especially since we still don't know the dad's circumstance. I mean, we called the mom being dead. That that just added Well, up we knew that easily. because they, like, that's the His circumstances for the money yeah, and everything like that. Like, we knew it. But uh, the fact that, like, that he hadn't noticed that at the grave site yet. But well, he is getting to the time, age is, where he can read and everything. That, was, that that was that the first, the first time, time That was the first time there, yeah. Because oh. remember, he didn't remember how to get there. And that's why oh, I yeah. asked... Uh, or whatever his name is, be like, hey, can you help me get out there? And then the best scene of him being like, you overslept and I'm pissed at you. Yeah. <laughs> that was my favorite one. <laughs> well, on but tomorrow. <laughs> it, it, uh, it goes into the insecurities of people. So when you first meet with somebody, everything's fucking sunshine and rainbows. I mean, like you're like you, you make a new friend or anything like that. Everything's fucking great. And then as time goes on, that's when you get more comfortable with each other and you start voicing the problems that you're having and stuff like that with them or anything like that. And and you're no longer always happy, which is a good thing for him, Mm -hmm. especially for him to be able to vocalize the issues that he has with them. Because he wouldn't do that before. How about uh, uh um what's his name's like ex girlfriend just showing up and like oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> hey, I'm gonna take and then immediately home. being like a bossy girlfriend again and it was just like Jesus girl what are you doing here? <laughs> well that was like I got real weird vibes on that because it didn't seem like she wanted to be with him anymore. It, no, I, she was there because her she got in a fight with her. Well, yeah, boyfriend. yeah, but I I mean like mm-hmm. throughout that whole thing, it kind of felt like she had his best interests at heart. But not really like it it was real hard to Mm -hmm. like pinpoint what her motive was in that. What what I got from it was just like she was probably trying to change him in the past being like, come on, you got to think about your career. You got to build something. He was being lazy like he he would be a mangaka and stuff like that. And she left him for that, I bet. And then when he Mm -hmm. she came back, saw that he was working again. She was like, I did that. I'm going to like continue to push on him because I do still want him and fell into like an old role type thing. Which makes, which makes sense. Like that, that does make sense going with when she said like, you're the reason. Yes. Like never actually vocalizing that I thought I was the reason behind it, but, 
but you're the reason why and everything that he's doing with you is mm-hmm. the reason why yeah and apologizing to him which is good and that was good for her yep. to to you know apologize to him as well yeah, very big of her, but then she yeah. dips out after that. <laughs> yep, like, yeah, then she's she gone. Need me. Like, which, yeah, like again, like, in that words, like, like I don't really feel like she had like any romantic feelings for him. Like it was genuine, mm-hmm. like trying to make sure that he was he was yeah. doing well type set, which then helps solidify that by her just like going, okay, I'm not needed anymore. I'll leave. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I mean, it was obvious that she wasn't there for any other reason than just to get out of her current living situation, and whoever right. knows. How long the time jump was between she, the episodes? Well, uh, it would be long enough for him to write a mini series, so it'd be a couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, and, and at that point, like I would think that like she could have found a place to go to other than that, because she said it was only going to be like a, a couple of days. But then stuck around thinking that he needed her help. Right. Yeah. And then as soon as she didn't, like she found out she didn't. She's like, okay, well, I'm just going to leave then. Super weird though. Super weird. And then we never hear anything about his mangaka again or the miniseries. Uh, well, we might hear about it in like the next season or whatever within that, because that yeah. end, that ended like that was like right there. That was the end of that of the series, basically. Like they had the one more episode, but that was still like that was that was still filling in like other things. And, you know. Yeah. You write it, then it's got to get animated, then it's got to get produced and all that stuff for it. So there's extra time within it, you know? Sure. I mean, yeah, last episode was just him going out to visit the graves. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. And finding um, out for for certain that mom is dead. We still don't know how she yep. died. Um, I'm still banking on that she was sick. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yes. yeah there's, there's def- like, she was definitely depressed and mm-hmm. didn't want to, like, deal with the kid because she's dying. And so I get that. And that's, that would explain also why the dad's lashing out in some way, shape or form, because he's pissed off about whatever. And maybe that's what have made the grandparents take away uh, um, custody in some way, shape or form and why the dad would have been pissed. And maybe he wasn't just an abusive asshole. Who knows? Maybe. However, maybe. your motives and the reason for you being angry can still make you an abusive asshole. Well, of course. Yep. Of course. I mean, <laughs> so. we haven't we haven't gotten there about him being abusive to uh, Kodoro. He could have easily just been abusive to the wife or whatever. Yeah, I mean, he could was hiding in the fucking closet. So, I mean, it's just like mm-hmm. there's definitely not right things going on. I'm not trying to advocate for the dad at all. I'm just saying, yeah. like, there's way more to this than what we've seen. And it just it feels unfinished as it is. And, I, and right. uh, uh, I feel like with everything that's going on with the dad, that it's not going to be something as cut and dry as like he beat them. Like I, I, will be either. I think it's going to be something more along the lines of the kid, like the kid that was really good at soccer that oh. mom yelled at him all the time about being dumb. Dad yelled at him all the time about being dumb and how he could never do anything right. And then they just fought all the time. And as soon as he heard any yelling, he just shut down. Couldn't handle And, you know, Kodoro did yeah. say, hey, someone did this for me in the past. So, I yeah. mean, it was very true. And then like his neurotic tendencies when he first got into the group home, started tearing apart at the pillow. I mean, the kid is not adjusted well, you know, at this point in time. No. So, I mean, there's definitely much, much, much more going on with the, the house than we know about. And, you know, so much that they're want he's still in protected services. Like, dad's not around because he's not wanting to be around. He tried to find him. Yeah. And mm-hmm. But he's in a protected services type thing. So, I mean, it's definitely, there's way more to it that's more nefarious than what we see. Right. But it, it's still a very unfortunate situation. Did you guys uh, watch the end credits? On this one, yes. On ten, yeah. 10 we, we watched. We watched through credits. until yeah. until uh, until Netflix ended it. Because yeah, they actually did 
like wrap up some things there. Like yeah. you saw the redheaded girl, like, you know, sitting on a beach somewhere and she's like, I'm fine. You know, I didn't die. Mm-hmm. Um, you mm-hmm. know, all of his friends coming over and, and having supper, seeing uh, the Yakuza guy with his son being like, Hey, this is a day for me. So I get to hang out with him. That was kind of cool. Yep. So that it, it did solidify more that yeah, you only, you're only seeing the Yakuza on the days. He doesn't have his son. Cause he's hanging out with his son. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, so it's just like, yeah. uh, uh, and of course, any other time he's lamenting not being with this kid. And I thought that was really cool for him to be like, hey, as much as I want to hang out with him, he can't break the rules. That was cool. Yep. I mean, it was just like, yeah. Even totally though the mom thing. 100% broke the rules, which is fucking bullshit. Yes. Yeah. She completely broke the rules of custody, telling telling him that the kid didn't want to see him at all. And then the kid's like, no, I, w- I want to see you. Mom was lying. That's it. And he's, mm-hmm. like, I, he's like, I understand, but you can't break the rules. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's, it's right up there with teaching trouble. the kid two wrongs don't make a right and yada, yada, yada. But still, like, that's just fucked. And that just goes to show just how fucking toxic some people can be in a divorce. Yep. Some people will Very. do anything they can to fuck with the, other per- with the other person, even if it ends up hurting the kid, which is just wrong. And, it's just and one thing is, how did Cutter not know who Sonny was? Because he's exactly like the Yakuza guy. He does, except with blonde hair. <laughs> yeah. even, even with the even with the like typical uh, uh, yakuza mannerisms, like the eh, you know, like head back, looking down at somebody, like sneer. It was just like po- point, uh, like spot on anime yakuza character. It was great. <laughs> that was really good. Um, mm-hmm. The other okay, so I'm drawing a blank right now on episode eight <laughs> on everything well, that, that happened start- in eight. Oh. Yeah, well, that was uh, with the the new girl coming in, being like, "I don't yes. like kids. I don't like being around kids. I'm so nervous." And oh yeah, there, that's of, what we didn't talk about. Yeah, was, was like, the, was "Hey, that. it's so easy for you to say that everyone looks at me kind of weird because I'm a woman. And I'm supposed to be good with kids." It's like, true. She was a pointless character. So to she was a pointless. I, I didn't. I did not care for her. I didn't need, like her yeah. arc was both annoying and and boring. When Kodoro got fat, that was more funny than a, a, a telling tale of him being like, "I have food, so I'm going to eat it." Like it was just like yeah, I don't well, he, ate, he ate tissues. Yeah. yeah well, and it, she helped with she helped with pinpointing everything because none of the other kids, like nobody, ever asked anything. The teacher never asked mm-hmm. or anything like that, and she saw the kids giving him all the extra food and never once asked anything. So it, I don't it's think like, she was are you entirely hungry? pointless. He's like, no, but there's food. Right. I mean, no. I, I mean, like, not it. narratively, there was a reason to have a character do all that, yes. but I still don't see why, like. I think it would have been just as easier or beneficial to the story to write the redhead back in rather than trying to bring in someone brand new. Uh, well, yes and no. Okay, so uh, it it also goes with just how life is. People will come and go in your life all the time. Like you're not going to be like best of friends with everybody. Uh, and it actually like we may have at one point just gone like, why has nobody moved into that other apartment? Yeah. And if they're assholes, why do we not know this? and i think that it kind of speaks a little bit more to like he's got like that magnetism that even though like she hates kids and she is super uncomfortable around them and whatnot she still wants to try Mm -hmm. but i loved at the end when she was like okay maybe this isn't so bad it's not it's not too bad and then Kotaro just yells out, I have a new game. Let's chase her. <laughs> and then all the kids chase her. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's like her no. fucking nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> but all oh. in all, 
It was a really good anime. It was a yes. great anime. Like, I, I am really, really upset on how much I liked it. Because when I first, like, if you pull it up on Netflix, and you look at, like, the first image that they have there, I'm just like, this anime is going to be bullshit. I have zero <laughs> desire. And I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck did you pick out here for us, Chris? I am just like, I have no desire to watch this bullshit and stuff like that. Then the first, like, two seconds, like, like you know how Netflix is. You can't go two seconds being silent browsing Netflix. And, then, like, hearing the kid talk, I was just like, oh, my God, this is going to be cringe. This, this is, is Mitsuboshi colors all over again. I don't, don't want to see this. Is, I just I am not motivated. And then, you know, they, they smack with the feels and they don't stop. Feels don't stop coming. At they don't all. stop coming, man. <laughs> At all. Never like a breather. Enamored. And immediately enamored. And in that first four episodes, and then like every three, I was just like, yeah, I need to know more of what's going on with this fucked up kid's life. And right. uh, it was, I kind it was of, interesting. I kind of feel like we almost do it a disservice by watching it in blocks the way that we do. Because like we're just getting hammered about how depressing it is. But it might, it might not feel as bad if we watched like one episode a week as it came yeah, out, you I, know, I, I, guess yeah. I could see that. I could see that. But I mean, some of them was just like, like they would end so depressingly and then the next episode <laughs> would spin up and it'd be okay. But then all the ones would spin up so depressingly right away. Yeah. Was, I don't know. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> like I, cause it, right. we just like, we're just continually going, man. And by the end of the last episodes, every time we were watching, I'm just like, fuck fuck what the fuck is going on why oh, and, then we the whole, and then there's the whole thing about the t-shirt the god shirts <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah oh like, yeah the, the god shirts. shirts that part which like okay so we we were talking about it when we watched it i'm, I'm like that makes sense like why he wears the shirts all the time and chris is like mm-hmm. well no you know they they wear the they're wearing the like he wears shirts all the time. I'm like no, but like he has Hold so many of them. He yeah. has he has like a big ass bag of those shirts, which explains everything. And I kind so of many hope, I kind of hope that we see that fashion designer again. Like if if another season comes up, I'm like I want I want to see this fashion designer. Like that was that was really cool. That whole thing though, man, where like he just immediately is like your your sweater's dirty. You should have your mom clean it. You know what? Actually, I'm just going to clean it. Here, give me. <laughs> give me. And then cleans it himself. And then he just keeps coming back the, like day after day. And even though he's like he's mildly miffed that the, that he was knocking on other people's doors, he's still like that other shirt or that shirt that I was coming or that I was getting. They're all coming tomorrow. You want to come see? <laughs> like he was mm-hmm. still like he still wanted him to come. And then like it almost didn't even need that part where his friend is like, dude, that that kid is like depressed. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, the, they had that whole part where it was just like, yeah, the scenes of or signs of a neglected kid of knocking on strangers' doors and stuff like that. And it was just like, like if anything, this kind of echoes your point of the magnetism that Kodoro has. And then, um, you know, the great character design that they had here. You know, the only one that I didn't like was the new girl. Other than that, I loved this guy. I thought he was like fantastic on his mm-hmm. mentality. Just like, I'm going to clean your shit. I'm a fashion designer. I want to make sure your clothes look good. And also that random kid who I don't know, whatever, we're going <laughs> to take care of you. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I'm going to listen to you on your ideas about T-shirts, even though I'm a designer. You say you random three-year-old, four-year-old <laughs> at the time say my thing's corny. All right, well, we'll 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 change it up and so like that. So you know, it was really interesting the uh, the design of it all. And the friend had to be there because they need to have a character with a mini top hat. I mean, oh, that was dude. just like, and that, that, was, that was a drunk bet. That was a it was a mini top hat and a tiny hat. cape. 
It was a tiny cape too. Like that it was like it was like a cape made for like a really fat like 6-year-old so that it was it was like it, it had enough girth to go completely around that guy's shoulders, but it literally only came up to like here. It, it barely what came says, down says, his arms. It's, it's, it's what says fashion? fashion. Yeah, well, what what says fashion? A uh, top hat. No, this isn't the 1920s. Miniature genius. Tilted to the side. <laughs> Miniature cape. <laughs> Tilted to the side. Hairpin top hat. You got this. We oh got my this. god! Yeah, that was, it was so great. <laughs> and that's—I mean—they do a good job of adding in a little bit of humor here and there. But man, the last three episodes were very lax on humor and very much just a lot of like espresso depresso. Yeah, but in a good way. In a good way. Well, we got we got more information. We have a little. We have obviously we knew the mom was dead, but we had a little bit more of like it was mysteriously dying to Kotaro. Um, You know, even if she was super sick, I feel like he would remember uh, hotel or not hotels, uh, um, hospitals a little bit more. So obviously she was sick, but not like in hospice care or in and out of the hospital frequently. It was kind of more like a. It's definitely happening. Like so, or she, or he like just that, never but. went. Like they could have just never. Yeah. Like there, is, there are instances where like the kids never go, and the parents the parents hide it from the kids so that they don't they don't get scared from that. So part sure. of the neglectingness could be yeah. that she was in in the hospital all the time. In the hospital, de- depressed all the time. Dad was an asshole, not not present. He had to eat tissues all the time because of it. He doesn't remember any of that. He just remembers being sad. Parents didn't do come home, whatever, argue the entire time. He hides in the closet, you know, scared of what's going on. You know, everything changes and suddenly his mom's gone, doesn't understand why, and he has to be sent to a group home. Because dad's a fucking piece of work. Dad's a fucking piece of work. I think they're still they're still setting it up though that it could be that the dad did kill and he's just hasn't been uh he was acquitted or you know, he couldn't be convicted or whatever and stuff like that. Like we we that door's not closed. It's it's mm-hmm. can we just close that door die. though? I don't want that door to be open. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know. I do not want that door to come open. Like that's just because because there's because it's got to be it's got to be more than just him being a neglectful father as to the reason why he's you know got a, a can't see your son type thing. Got to yeah. be more. Man, it's or something. I, I just, or something. I, just, I mean, I, so, I mean, it's it's definitely bad. Yeah, because they give kids back to uh, parents that are absolute pieces of shit all the time. So there's just got to be a reason that they're fearful for the kid's life that they can't give the kid uh, back to the, the dad, especially if the dad is like, I'm here and attentive and, and wanting to find my son. Like, it's not like he's hiding or true like, mysterious, you know, like he is like, I do want to find my son. I've called the group homes to try to find him. I hired a private investigator. Like, it's not a secret that they're doing it. And everyone knows we don't want your son, your dad to know. So it's just like, all right, well, there's only a few God, reasons yeah. why we don't want a dad to know. <laughs> Wait. And then there's the whole newspaper thing, too. Wait, did yeah, that doesn't like so how that's probably what tell his mom Trump's died. So maybe he already knows that his mom viewers. is dead in that. Did, did the dad kill the grandparents? On, he picks up on a lot of different things. So it's like, how would he not know this? The the newspaper could also be with the grandparents that, you know, someone finally discovered a dead body in some way, shape or form because newspapers are piling up. And that's why he says, hey, if newspapers are piling up for more than a few days, check on me because that's okay, usually yeah. means someone's dead. Yeah, that's. That's like, yeah, that's a very small thing. But it's like, I, I wonder if, you know, maybe that maybe the dad killed the grandparents, too. I mean, I mean, but he's he's out like he's 
He's not. He's not. Uh, but he said the grandparents being... were dead before he was born. Were they dead before he, he was born? He did say that. Yeah, okay. he did say before born, or at least he never met them. But he did say before born. You're right, Chris. Hmm. I don't know. There's. Yeah, it's, I'm trying to think of what else like horrible the. Uh... I mean, it has to be abusive. That. It has to be abusive in some way, shape, or form. Or, or they haven't been able to put the finger on him yet. That she died, or someone died mysteriously, having to do with being discovered. Like he has a great alibi, and he's still a person of interest. Remember, Katoa's four, so this could mm-hmm. be still like just happened like a year ago, barely. True. And mm-hmm. it could just still be an ongoing investigation, and that's why they're keeping them hidden, witness protection type thing. That's very true. And so that that would then that would then you know coincide a little bit more with the dad being like at least a dad at the very beginning, and then something snapping. Now obviously around with the illness mm-hmm. or whatever was causing the depression with the the mom, and them having their their bouts because he did argue. There's definitely a lot of that where you know Kodoro had to like be told that everything was okay him hiding in the closet all the time mm-hmm. you know neglected child eating the napkin so there was problems for sure whatever that was and now the mom is dead and the dad can't be uh, involved anymore because of court order so it's definitely i'm not closing that door eric i'm not closing <laughs> that door. I, I, I just i don't want those doors to be open it's just so fucking depressing the, the, the next the next season is going to open up with uh Kodoro meeting a very good friend who then confesses to him that he's actually from the future and he came back in time to solve uh Kodoro's murder erased too just <laughs> because of the, the offshoot that's how they, they get you full oh, circle oh man erase ex Kodoro <laughs> Kodoro uh, cases oh god Kodoro files all right that's right that's right Let, I love let's, it let's I score it uh Chris you chose it so you'll go last I'll go first uh, since I got next pick. This is like a 9.5. This is a solid yeah. fucking anime. It's really good, good storytelling. You may not like one of the characters, but you know what? You're not going to like all the characters. Um, animation's weird, but it really grows on you and it fits the tone of the anime really, really mm-hmm. well. Uh, and God, just re- really, really good storytelling throughout. Some of them are really short little little things. Some of them are really long ones, like the whole uh, friend from the group home piece that was like a shit ton of like a shit ton of like screen time on it. But man, it was solid. It was really good. Yeah, I'm gonna go with nine and a half out of ten. Um, I I'll, I'll mimic that a little bit of just like just solid character building. I mean, the amount of character building that was in this anime that was completely indirect. Like they didn't go into like a lot of the story about any of the characters. But you feel like you know a little bit more about them than some characters mm-hmm. that they talk about nonstop, you know, and stuff like that. Like, I feel like I know, uh, understand more about the Yakuza guy than I do about ya- Aqua and Konosuba. Because they don't, <laughs> you know, it's just like, that's not the point of that anime. I get it. But it's just like, like, for example, like, <laughs> this guy wasn't number one character, but it's just like, I know more about him and who he is as a person than I do about uh, uh, some other main characters in other anime that are out also there. Also care so, I mean, about it's, it's him. Definitely, yes. I also care about him. Yeah. Who gives a mm-hmm. shit about Aqua? That, worthless god <laughs> anyway um it's, I, I agree with a lot of this i i think that though that all that aside i think that it, it's kind of different on how it's indirect storytelling and indirect in the problem solving and indirect in all the stuff so i like the writing of that style but at the same time i'm still sitting here wanting a lot more and wishing that there was more to this anime especially in the last uh three episodes i feel like that there never was that arc or that like what are we getting to it's just all, all just build up 
and that's fine. I think that's part of the charm of this. But for that, for me, it, it takes it down a little bit because it's just like, well, what did I really do here? And so I definitely want more. Hope there is a second season. Mm-hmm. If not, then I'm really just kind of sitting here with, you know, balls in my hand, I guess. I don't know what to say about it. So I'm going to say uh, 8.9 out of 10 because it, it was right there. But just it, it, it just stumbled just right before greatness for me. So I, I'll, I'll, I'll go with that. All right, Chris. Um, yeah, and kind of going off for saying about character development, caring for the characters, kind of reminds me of the first Fulu Cooley, where there's like, what, six episodes? Nice. But he had so much character development in nice. a short little span. Yep. And it's just like, yeah, you care about all these characters. Maybe not so much the new girl, but like the <laughs> red. <laughs> I mean, she's got a little bit, but she, not too much. Um, she didn't really get into her too much, but she still had some character development. There's still, you know, mm-hmm. some of the backstory you don't read. Because she changed. Um, yeah. 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 She, grew. she changed grew. a little bit and you got into some of her, you know, why she doesn't like the um, gloves, which also I thought that was kind of a good scene too. Um, just kind of showing his like little museum thing. And it's like, oh, these are the, this is the picture. Room. These are the band-aids. I drew yeah. The, band- yeah. the, 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 oh, use, the dirty used band-aids. Yeah. You didn't have some misty eyes in that scene, man. You're, you're not yeah. human. This, this is the and his little outfit. We went to the mall. His little yeah. outfit that he wore too to show off the, yeah. to show off his museum. I was just like, "Oh my god, <laughs> so adorable, so adorable." <laughs> but what's like, the score, oh, yeah, Chris? You need to keep these clubs. Uh, score, I would probably say nine out of ten. Nine out of ten. It's solid. It's a solid, solid fucking anime. Solid. I loved it. Yeah. It was great. So, so to go on what you were saying, Jason, I didn't feel like a letdown at the end of like no conclusion because just like everybody's childhood issues and trauma, it's going to be an ongoing thing like this for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I I knew that I I knew going into it. I'm like, there's no way they're going to wrap any of this up like at all within it. There's still going to be problems. So I I was perfectly fine with the ending as is like, so it's like, I knew that there wasn't gonna be anything there. Mm -hmm. Well, and I I get, I get the part about it. Like, Hey, that's part of life and stuff like that. But I'm watching this to be engrossed in characters. And the only one that I felt like that had a real, like solid, like, roundabout even like though it's not ending was the yakuza guy just because just like yes i do have a relationship with my son and it's okay it's just i'm holding ourselves to the rules and that was kind of like okay good you know there's still problems there obviously but at least we had a a sum up i mean shit even the redheaded had a little bit more of a ending there just even like a two-second scene of her being at the beach being like i'm still alive it was just like okay good at least that's nice but everything else is just kind of like there was so much that was like said and done and in the the getting stronger together and it just felt, yeah, you did. You, you, you did. 10% stronger, I guess, every single day. I get it. But this isn't life. This is still an anime. And I still would like to have had Written like any it, solid series stuff. as if there's going to be a sequel. And you yeah. just hope to God that yep. there is one. Because it didn't end. The, it, it, I mean, it, it wouldn't have ended the way that, like, you know, anybody would have wanted it to end if it was a single season <laughs> for certain. But, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. So, good choice, Chris. Solid one. Knocked it out of the park in both a good and a bad way. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So our next one that we're going to watch is available on Crunchyroll. Uh, This one came out. uh, It was in the holiday. Holiday? No, I think it's fall of 2021. And it is Sakugan. One day in the distant future, humans live shoulder to shoulder in colonies separated by rock. Outside the colonies, a dangerous, undeveloped area called the Labyrinth is expanding. Those who risk their lives to develop the Labyrinth, who mark out the undeveloped areas, are known as markers. A young girl, 
Memempu, who wants to be a marker one day, and a man, Gagumber, who used to be one. This mismatched father and daughter now take on the labyrinth. If there's no path, dig one. It's... Okay, so I watched the first episode of it. Um, hilariously enough, like, at, like, the very opening sequence, I was like, this feels like it's, like, Maiden Abyss, but, like, in, like, the future of Maiden Abyss. Because it's the same, like, mild premise where they're in, like, a a dug-in area and they're excavating stuff but it's it's mecha and all sorts of stuff moving on but uh i liked the way that the first episode ended off i was like i'm not gonna watch anymore because it's like i think that this would be a good one for us to watch and we all know that jason's been itching for any type of mecha mecha man (laughs) so wanting for a while (laughs) (laughs) yeah so hopefully hopefully this one will be a solid one um for those uh for those listening bulldog who is a who is one of the i beat at first guys uh it says that he gave it an eight and a half out of ten by the way uh for kotaro not for soccer because he hasn't watched that yet either but uh yeah so we're gonna be watching that so next week's up ep- or next episode not next week's episode is going to be episodes one through four of sakugan so we hope you guys cool. are here for it all right, Jason. Back to a 12, 12 episode. It's back to a twelve shoot. episode piece. So we are good to go on our standard one. We are going to be watching four episodes at a time. Thank God that that uh, Kotaro was you know three episodes because some of those bouts like at the end of three, I was like, I'm done. I I can't take any more <laughs> depression today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all out of depression. Yeah. I'm all out. Of it was years. It, it was Thank actually God. like I think I got to the end of episode two in the first block, and I was like, Can we be done? Can we be done? No, <laughs> no, we still got two more episodes to watch. Shit. <laughs> but all in a good way, again. All right, Jason. Blog roll us out. Cool beans. Hey, guys. Hey, you. If you're listening, yes, you. If you're watching us, you too. Guess what? We love you. We appreciate you spending some time with us, albeit even if it's a poor choice. Uh, who are we? We are IBeat It First. You may have heard of us from IBeatItFirst.com or our other podcast that we do, which is called IBeat It First. We are nerds who like to do everything that we can do about video games, nerd stuff, tech, anime. You got it. What you're listening to right now, if you are brand new to this, is our uh, anime podcast where we watch a, a small batch anime, usually single season anime, and then we discuss them like a bunch of fucking nerds that we are and having fun with it. And sometimes we watch really great animes like this one that we just finished up, and other times we watch some that are not so great, and usually we tear it apart and have a lot of fun with it. So it's good fun right there. <laughs> if you like what we're doing or don't like what we're doing, you can email us anything at ibeatitfirst.com, be it Chris, Jason, Eric, at ibeatitfirst.com cutscene at ibeatitfirst.com you guys suck at ibeatitfirst.com it doesn't matter we would love to hear from you email us tell us what you think about this anime our past animes which animes we should watch in the future uh, if we're doing this all wrong if we're you know wasting our lives all of it we'd love to hear from you we'd love to talk to you and find out what we can do. Please notice a senpai. Um, while you are emailing us, please be sure to check out our website, ibeatitfirst.com. It has all of our news about our entire network of podcasts available for you. That's right. We have an entire network. That is three 
three, three. Network, uh, mm-hmm. podcasts that we do, yep. um, which is obviously this one that you're listening to with the uh, anime, or I Beat It First uh, uh, main podcast, which is where we talk about video games and tech stuff. And then we also have our Patch Notes uh, podcast, podcast, which is a little bit more special run, where we pull aside indie devs for small games that they're making and talk to them about pretty much anything but their game, and then a little bit about their game. Everyone asks what a game developer is doing. We're the only ones that ask how is a game developer doing. And so it's a, a lot of fun to actually listen to those and get into the inside mind of what are the, some of these creative geniuses behind a lot of the great games that are out there. Obviously, if you're here with us on Twitch, welcome on in. We do live stream Twitch or uh, podcast every Monday, usually trying to do Monday nights uh, whenever we possibly can do of all three different of our podcast ones out there. Um, we also are regular streamers. Uh, uh, Eric and uh, Chris are fantastic streamers that do uh, you know stuff uh, pretty much almost every single day of the week. Uh, I do them when I am heavily pressured to do it or don't feel like being lazy which is rare at the it's same very time rare that's okay. that you don't you know, feel like being lazy they're 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 being they're much better and more entertaining than i ever could be um with that also you can of course uh, um follow us on twitch just twitch.tv slash first any of your social medias it's first or com. uh you can also find us of course on your uh, um podcast wherever you listen to podcasts of choice where i think we're on amazon we're on apple we're on google we're on all the major ones and we're doing great thanks for asking and uh um please by all means like and subscribe us with all that other bullshit that people love to say and uh, uh we'll be happy to do that uh we're also giant advocates for charity where we push really hard yep. for uh um child's play and uh, um pushing into with phoenix extra children's life, hospital not child's extra play. life i keep saying child's play every single time <laughs> i even have the wristband on to remind yeah, it says extra life on anyway. his wrist right now and he's like it says it right child's now it's play. right there on my face <laughs> but uh we're big for uh child's play oh my god I oh my god dude <laughs> we're big on extra life we are uh, uh massive people that like to donate to everything kids. we can with uh, phoenix, phoenix children's hospital we do everything we can to volunteer with them as well i think we we're just at game on expo as well working the uh um extra life booth Good yep, job, chris, chris did that, that all weekend long volunteers it's time to work long. the yep. extra life booth which That's really you know, cool kind stuff. of pulls on your heartstrings too when you kind of have some feel comes like, oh yeah, you children saved my seven year old son. I was like, That's awesome. like yeah, yeah. That's I went there when I was a kid because awesome. I had cancer. For <laughs> <laughs> oh, the kids, man. For, for the, the kids. kids. Um, so, I mean, like, please check out our, our charities on, on with everything that we do with Extra Life. You can find that on our Twitch, obviously, by doing anything, uh, exclamation point charity. Uh, but you can also find it, uh, information on our website about that. While you're also thinking about that, if you don't want to do anything money, monetary, or anything like that, I get that. We also have one of the first and only charity throne accounts where you can actually buy items for children at PCH. Uh, anything that's on our throne account is not coming to us for us whatsoever. It actually will go straight to P- uh, Phoenix Children's Hospital for them to use for their like, hey kid, you know, why don't you pick out a prize out of the prize box and, you know, maybe bring some sunshine to your day because nobody's hanging out at Phoenix Children's Hospital for fun. I promise you that. And uh, um, it's definitely a way for us to kind of give back more to the kids because honestly, if we can all be hanging out and playing games, we have it 10 times better than these kids do. So check that out by, uh, of course, again, checking out our throne in twitch but you can go there uh from our website at ibeatafirst.com slash throne or just again navigate to the charity section of our website and you'll find more information in there of how to uh navigate to that information for you um i love these guys for wanting to do it you know it's i think it's fantastic that we do do that 
Uh, I don't normally like to go all preachy about it, but it, it is like, there's nothing better than for kids, really. At the end of the day, especially after watching this fucking anime, yeah, give to kids <laughs> so that we don't we don't have this situation. It's ridiculous. Right? Um, so yeah, uh, uh, love it all. Uh, be sure uh, uh, find us on all your socials. Let us know what you're talking about. I think that about sums us all up, Eric. Anything I forgot that you want to mention too? Nope, that is it. Thanks a lot, Jason. Uh, again, remember, we are watching Sakugan, which you can find on Crunchyroll, uh, both sub and dub on there as well, so whichever one you guys want to watch. Uh, we're going to be doing episodes one through four. But without further ado, Chris. Bye-bye!